One more little piece today. Uh, as I was thinking about today, I was thinking about Memorial Day, but I was also thinking about all the music that we've had. Let me read to you from Psalm 98. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked for salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre. With the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets. And the sound of the horn make joyful noise before the King, our Lord. Let the sea roar, all that fills it, the world and all who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and peoples with equity. The word of the Lord. Let me start with this, with another important question. Do you think that God needs our singing? Is your view of God's power that he somehow needs us like Santa needs Christmas spirit or something? And if God doesn't have our praises and our singing, well, then no, that's not. Certainly God promises that he will be in his people's praises, that he will attend to them in special ways. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. So praise is one of the ways we make sure, but God is also already there, right? Part of the psalmist's view is that the world sings, right? That on this beautiful day, we heard thunder and lightning. Now you peek through the windows and the sun is coming out all of a sudden again. And, and the world is singing God's praise. It can't help it. And so part of what we do is sing along. But it's not that God needs our praises or singing, Right? So that tells me if God calls for our praises and our singing and our rejoicing, that it's not really about God. It must be something that we need. When Dr. Len Sweet was here, he made reference really quickly to a study during the Future Church Symposium that I looked up later and found incredibly fascinating. It's been on my mind since then that last September in Switzerland, a cheesemaker got together... Ten blocks of eminent, emmental cheese. I don't, I'm not that into this cheese stuff. Emmental cheese, 22 pounds each. Okay? So you got ten of these blocks of cheese. Right? And they, what, what they have to do with cheese, they make it, but then, you know, it has to age. It actually, it's a fermenting process is really what it is. And so it takes months uh, for cheese to mature. But what they did was... They inserted into the cheese, instead of loudspeakers, these little transmitters that would play music in the cheese. Okay? So they put these transmitters in the cheese that would play music in the cheese. So they played three types of music, soft, sort of medium, and then loud. And then there's three types of music, three different kinds, and then one cheese that was just left. Right? So that they could try to tell the difference. On one cheese, they played Mozart's Magic Flute Opera. In one cheese, they played Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. And in one cheese, they played a Tribe Called Quest's hip-hop song, We Got It From Here. Okay? 
And they played it louder, medium, and softer in each of these cheeses. And so just in, in March here, they opened up these cheeses and did a tasting of the cheeses. And it was amazing what they found. What they found was that the music actually changed a little bit the appearance, more the smell, and even more the taste of the cheeses. Okay? They actually found that they could taste test. And if you want to know, a Tribe Called Quest hip-hop track, we got it from here, was the highest rated cheese among all the cheeses. Okay? And this has gotten people all around the world wondering, should we be playing more music for our cheeses? Okay? And they want to try it with different music and different types of cheese. Um, but isn't it fascinating? You put music in these cheeses that all start out the same, and you can actually taste the difference. And they did a blind taste test, and they did it twice, and hip-hop won both times. Okay? So they could, they could actually taste the difference in the cheese based on the music that was in it. Okay? This, is, this has brought up a huge number of questions, and now people really want to study this, because uh, how many of you have heard, did your grandparents sing to houseplants? Did you ever, you know what I mean? And then the whole thing was, well, it's not really the singing, right? It's, it's that you're giving more carbon dioxide, and they're breathing it in, and your plants do better than when you sing it. But, but this study is wondering if no, maybe music fundamentally changes things. The word is insonify, to fill with music. And what they prove with this cheese, and now a whole bunch of people are wanting to study this more, is that music does something physically to, where it, to, to what it gets involved in. So here's my question for you. What is the soundtrack of your life? Right? What music is playing that, that I'm not saying could influence in your life. I'm saying is already influencing your life. Maybe what these cheese people are just figuring out is what the Bible knew 2,000, 3,000 years ago, which was that music does something to you. It does something to your heart. It does something to your mind. It does something in your body. And I'm not sure it has to be Christian music, by the way. Um, maybe, we, maybe what the study is telling us is we need more hip-hop around here, right? <laughs> I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that it has to, I find actually as a musician, a lot of Christian music is heavy on the Christian, is a little light for me on the music, okay? So um, as a musician, it can be a lot of variety of music, but what is the soundtrack to your life that's already having an impact? And what if you are a little more intentional about the music that you're letting fill your life, okay? Maybe what God wants us to do in praising is not about Him, it's about us and filling our souls and our lives with what he has for us. And this brings up an important question. I thought on a nice, relaxed Sunday like this, I might as well bring it up while I got a shot. I don't understand why we don't sing louder and more joyfully in church. Okay, I don't know why when I look from up here, I can see people not singing. Okay, at least fake me. At least pretend. I don't know. <laughs> What does the Bible say? It says make a joyful noise. Doesn't say make a good one. And in fact, it calls it noise. Okay? So when we sing to God, bring your noise. I don't care if you can sing or not. Bring the noise. Okay? Bring the joy. Because God deserves it. Because when we jump in, we're singing along with all of creation. 
And maybe what the psalmist understands is that it's something about our hearts that we need to proclaim it and we need to sing it. 